Welcome to Monk's Tape. Welcome to Monk's Take, the St. Joseph's College Athletic Podcast, Season 3, Episode 2. I'm your host, Devin Abbott, and joining me today are two guests, two members of the 2021-2022 GNAC Championship Golf Team, junior Trevor Flanagan and freshman Drew Matthew. How's it going today, guys? Good. Good. How are you, bud? So, um, to start things off, just a congratulations in order. You know, you guys, uh, members of the team of the second... Uh, GNAC championship golf team in school history, first since 2016. Just kind of break down that tournament for me. How was the format and, uh, you know, a two-day two day tournament? How did day one compare to day two for you guys? Yeah, so we uh, the GNAC tournament was hosted this year at uh, New Haven Country Club. Um, it was a beautiful, beautiful track. Um, the conditions were quite um, interesting. The course definitely played long. The greens were about as tough as they come, and the pin placements were definitely challenging. Uh, day one, we definitely didn't play as well as we could, but I think day two showed how well we can respond as a team to adversity, and we were able to uh, get the W. Yeah, the course, like Drew said, the course was very tough. The greens were playing at a speed that professionals at each shoot professionals actually play on this greens were rolling extremely fast and they were very sloping so it was very tough to putt a lot of the strokes that we lost on day one were due to putting and that was kind of a change on day two is that we actually worked on putting more on the putting green got used to little greens got used to the course layout and that allowed us to kind of persevere on day two but um the conditions on day one were definitely a little bit tougher the w- it was a little colder a little windier it was tougher to kind of keep the ball where you wanted it but we didn't quite play the level that we expected of ourselves day one and but we knew being only two strokes back that we were more than capable of coming out and firing off a great second day, which we end up doing. The team really r- rallied around the fact that we're, we're right where we want to be. We're still in it. We didn't lose it on day one, which is the only thing you can do. You, on day one, the only thing you can do is lose the tournament. You can't win it on day one. So we came out on day two thinking, we're still going to win this. We're going to come out firing. And we were actually playing with the opponent. We were playing with the team that we were losing to. So each one of our guys was paired up with another guy. So our goal was to beat the guy you were playing with. And... As a gr- team, we did that great. We actually ended up getting, when we were on the 18th hole, coach came up to me and said, yeah, we got a 20-stroke lead. Just finish the hole and we got this. That's how much, what we did. We end up, we really came together as a team and just persevered through that. Yeah, that's pretty nice, too. Like, it's a cool perspective looking at it. You know, you each get paired. You, you get paired with one guy on the team that's ahead of you. That's uh, just beat the guy you're playing with. I like that. That's pretty cool. Now, um, you talked about the fast greens and kind of the tough playing conditions. Do you think you had an opportunity to play on a course similar to that this season, or would you say that was that was probably your toughest challenge going into that tournament? That was the toughest course. I would say relative to the courses we played this year, New Haven definitely was the toughest course we played. Um, not necessarily like the layout of the course, but like Trevor was talking about earlier, those greens were, they were quick, um, especially – um, it was a little bit windy out there, so they were super dry, so they were rolling um, pretty quick. Um, but I feel still feel like we were prepared for the course. We've practiced hard all year long, and um, it showed. Yeah, that course was – I've only been able to play a course like that once, and that was actually in last year's United Championship that they had at Qu- uh, Granite Links down in Quincy. 
the greens were not as quick, not, but they were kind of they were still fast and hard, similar style. But so, but prior to that, I've had like as a team, we've had no experience on those types of greens. So after getting out there day one, kind of feeling what they're like, kind of we allowed were able to adapt to the greens and kind of get used to what they were going to bring. So now we knew what to expect. Yeah. So I like how you mentioned you kind of had day one to kind of adjust to the course and get used to it. So both of you obviously had success throughout the season as well. Um, kind of following up with that, what are some things you did at practice or just kind of on your own time to sharpen your skills throughout the season to kind of just stay focused? Yeah, I know both Trevor and I and all the guys on the team, we put in a lot of work this season, and the improvement of the entire team as a whole was really remarkable. Um, but in terms of sharpening skills, I mean – we are, we're out there quite a bit on the range. Um, we're hitting balls, trying to figure out whether, I mean, how to shape shots, how to do this and that. But the, I think that the main thing that we did to sharpen our skills this year was a lot of putting and chipping practice. We uh, Coach Riley did a great job. He had a bunch of drills at practice where we were working on our short putts, our lag putts, and I think ultimately that definitely helped on down the long stretch. Yeah, Coach Riley did, did a good job of setting up not only time on the range, like we go to the range for probably 30, 35 minutes every practice, but after the practice, we spend at least an hour on the putting green, chipping, putting, going through specific drills. He brought out new drills. Some of them were tough and extremely hard, but that just made us better as a team. One of the, my favorite things that he did is he made competitions. He put us up against each other, like we're doing chipping knockout, putting knockout. We're doing drills that not only make us better, but put pressure on the shots and then also have us competing with each other. So we're trying to push each other to become better players. Yeah, you both talk about different drills you're doing in practice, you know, a lot of rep, uh, repetition. Um, how do you remain focused through that repetition? You know, you're you're going through the motion, you know, it's the same motion multiple times. And I know for a casual golfer like me, you know, the sport can get frustrating from time to time. It also takes a lot of mental skills. So how do you guys remain focused throughout the season? Well, when you look at the game of golf, golf is definitely you want to be as repetitive as possible. I mean, if you can hit the ball down the center of the fairway, put it on the green, and put the ball in the hole every hole, then essentially you'll be making millions of dollars on the tour. So I think going through those drills, just staying focused, really helps you as a player as a whole. And ways I stay focused is really honestly just having fun. I mean, I'm playing the sport. I'm playing a sport that I love, and being able to just go out there and practice every day. I mean, I just stay focused just, just through that. Golf is tough because it is a lot of mental focus, a lot of repetition. It, some people can find it boring because you're just doing the same thing over and over again, but it really just requires a lot of focus on the shot at hand. Like a lot of people get caught up, like they hit a bad shot and then they're still in their head as they walk up to the next shot, still thinking about the shot behind them. What I try to do is I try to forget the last shot because the only shot that matters now is the shot in front of you. If you had a bad shot, oh well, you had a bad shot, you can't change that. You gotta really focus on this next shot because this next shot occurs what happens to the rest of your round. Like you can go be mad and just hit the next shot and hit it worse, hit it into trouble and have to re-hit it. Or you can hit the next shot back into play, recover and keep moving on, try to get low as, get as in as low as possible. It's really a, just a grind through it. You just gotta keep on grinding every shot, every stroke because as in, you see in GNAX, the first day, we probably easily could have, as a team, could have grinded and got 10, 15 strokes back. And then we come into day two with a 13-stroke lead. But we weren't quite as focused on grinding as much as we could have, and now we're sitting down too. Luckily, we were able to grind out day two and get through that. But just that grind, that focus, just the focus on the shot at hand, just making sure you hit your best shot, that shot every time is one of the keys.
Yeah, awesome. And Drew, I really like what you said about, you know, you're playing golf at the competitive level. But at the end of the day, uh, you're looking at it from the perspective about you're doing something you love. You know, you're playing the sport you love. And you can really, you can really apply that to anything that you're doing competitively, you know. You kind of have to go into the mindset, yep, you're a competitor, but also you got to have a uh, mix and a level of fun in there. Remember the reason why you're doing it. So I really liked that answer. Uh, but with golf, obviously, uh, there's going to be some bad days mixed in there. Uh, what are some things you do to shake off those bad days, and what, why is that important? I can speak to this one a little more closely personally because day one of GNAC, I ha- personally had a very bad day. I looked at my teammates about the ninth hole. I'm like, I'm out of this. I need you guys to get my back because this is not a good day. And the beauty about the way golf works for us is you only take your top four scores of your five guys. So if one guy has a bad day, you can throw the score out. But then the next day, you can use that guy's score if he has a good score. But to get through those bad days, it's tough because the bad days, you're just drained. You know you're not having a good day. You can't get a putt to fall. You can't get a drive and play. Just things aren't going your way. Like the key just to look at that is like, hey, that's golf. It's, you're going to have bad shots. you got to look, get a clear head go because you know you're good. Like when you're playing at a collegiate level as a team like ours who, who, are, who is good, you have, you're a good golfer. You have the ability to play golf. Everyone's going to have a bad day. It's just kind of like life. There are bad days and good days. You just got to kind of turn the page and focus on the next shot, the next uh, day, and keep grinding and just think about that. You will hit some good shots. You will turn it around. You just got to get there and keep playing and go out and just kind of trust your game. You can't think about all the fundamentals, all like the thousand golf thoughts before the swing, like, oh, I need to bring my hands back inside, hold it here, come down this way. You just got to be bring, bring it back to the basics, like, okay, I have a good swing. I just need to trust it and just kind of commit to the shot you're hitting and just trust that you're skilled enough, that you put enough enough practice that you can actually hit the shot and get through it. Yeah, I think to bounce off of what Trevor said, um, he obviously didn't have as good of a day as day one as he did day two. And I think one of the things he came up and said to me was, you guys have to help me through today and I'll help you through tomorrow. So I think it's just we we as a team having like every, everyone, every one of us is going to have a bad day, whether it's me, Trevor, or any of the other guys. So I think it's just important that being able to shake off the bad days and perform like Trevor did on day two is just a crucial part of just the team aspect of golf. And I think when you have bad rounds, like Trevor said, there's nothing you can do about it. Everyone's going to have an off day, and sometimes those putts aren't falling, or sometimes you get a bounce the wrong way. So I think, honestly, using those bad rounds as motivation just to do better the next time is just that's, – that's how I look at it. And going back to – like on day two, it was, we didn't have the easiest start either. Coming out of the gate, we're, we were struggling to roll in putts. It was kind of looking similar to day one. But Drew and I were actually playing together, and when we got to about the sixth hole, Drew had missed a couple of close putts. But I turned to him and said, you got this, bud. Just you do what you do. You have a good golfer. And then he actually rolled up and down from a tough spot, saved par, and then never looked back from there and kept grinding. And he really came through and helped us win the championship a lot because his play just throughout it really – he grinded and he gave us a big lead from against his guy that helped us ride it. And he actually he played very well. And it shows you that he wasn't having a good day, but just having your teammates there to support you, knowing that they have your back and that they know exactly what you're going through, it's the support from them helped – they helped me through day one. It helped him get back on track day two and go shoot a hell of a score. Yeah, and that's awesome. You guys were able to support each other. Um, it's a really good way of looking at it. Trevor, you mentioned that even even during those bad days, you know, you kind of remember why you're there. You uh, look back to some of the good days you had. You know that you're at the end of the day you're a good golfer. I think that's a really good mentality to have. 
going into it. So um, moving on, uh, it's kind of shifting gears a little bit. Do you guys think that watching the sport helps your game at all? I know there's some golfers who uh, just prefer to play. I know there's some people who love to watch the sport of golf, and I know there's some people who love to play but not so much watching it. But do you think, are there any like professional golfers or even maybe just watching uh, some of your teammates or the people around you that you pick pick stuff up on or any golfers you try and emulate, I guess? I think me personally, I like watching the sport of golf. I think it's great. It, I think the game also is growing a lot. You've got guys on tour like Bryson DeChambeau, who's playing in the Long Drive Championship now, who's really bringing a lot of attention to the sport. So overall, I think the fun aspect to watching golf is starting to grow. Obviously, not everybody will agree with me, but that's another topic. But um, I think in terms of who I enjoy watching on tour, there's a lot of guys. Like I've always been a big fan of Justin Thomas. Young guys like Colin Morikawa has some of the best ball striking I've seen in the world. And then, of course, you always got Tiger Woods, who is, I mean, a golf idol. you got to look up to him. Um, but I just think, honestly, just watching those guys play, it really, honestly, just – it helps me go out there and be like, wow, if they can be this repetitive, maybe I can with a lot of practice. And so it just helps day in and day out. Just, yeah. Yeah. Like what Drew said, it's fun watching the pros, just watching them, like how, just how good they are. Like watching them pull off some of the shots that I wouldn't even dare dream of hitting or like even just look at them like, yeah, no, go look for something else. Some of the shots they pull off are just insane. Just how skilled they are. But you know, know they have to put in a ton of work to get there. Like someone like Jordan Spieth is, for a time, was arguably one of the best players on tour, and he still is. He just drains putts from everywhere, and just watching him, you think, you kind of look what drills he does and start working them into your own game just tr to try to get anything, just a portion of how good he is, and it'll make you better. Like what, like watching uh, guys like DeChambeau just hit the ball a mile, DJ's another one, Dustin Johnson just absolutely hammers the ball and looks like he's doing it effortlessly. Watching guys like that, including like Tiger, just watch makes you like – not enjoy the game, but still get appreciation for how good they actually are. But then, not only watching it like on TV, but like going in person, just watching them physically do it is crazy. Like I have to have the opportunity to go down to Bay Hill and watch the Arnold Palmer Invitational, and just the interaction with some of the fans there just creates another aspect of that that is um, fun to enjoy. Like there's a guy, Daniel Berger, out. I was just walking alongside him for a little bit, and he started talking to me and gave me a signed ball. Like that's the atmosphere that golf is creating now. It's very family friendly, very fun, and just keeps the game interesting and keeps it fun to watch. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I won't get into it too much, but I agree with Drew that the sport is becoming more fun to watch. I enjoy watching it and definitely just watching those guys crush the ball. And uh, you got have you have your guys like DeShambo who's a little more unorthodox. He's just he just crushes that ball. And there's just a lot of fun guys to watch. But I kinda wanna backtrack a little bit. We kinda talked about how to shake off the bad days. I wanna talk about so say you're kinda playing your best golf and uh you might have answered, kind of answered this a little bit, but um, how do you continue to kind of ride that? You know, you're, you're playing your best golf. What are some things you kind of do to kind of uh, keep, keep that game up, I guess? Well, something, a big thing about golf is confidence. Like, go, golf is a very mental sport, and if you have the confidence in your swing and your shot, just riding that confidence can boost you. Like, if you think you can make every putt, odds are you're going to be putting pretty well because you have the mentality that you're going to make every putt. And kind of just riding that confidence that you're playing good, you know the swing, it gives you a little more confidence to like start shaping shots ways you wouldn't do, start hitting shots that you wouldn't normally hit. But then you have the confidence and you commit to it so that you ha will actually end up hitting some of those shots because you actually think you can. A lot of that is like 
a lot about golf is like people say a lot of don'ts with like don't hit it right don't slice it don't hit it left into the trees don't hit into the water and that will actually cause them to do that because they're so focused on what not to do like when you're playing well you're looking at what should you do like yes talk not don't talk like don't talk is like don't in the water yes talk is like i'm gonna hit this on the green that kind of changes when you're playing well you have a lot more yes talk and you're like i'm gonna go attack this pin i'm gonna go roll in this but i'm gonna hit a 350 yard drive kind of like riding that positivity talk kind of helps you carry on throughout and continue it round after round yeah bouncing off what trevor said too i agree about the uh, the confidence aspect um i think when you're playing well you have a lot of like you're kind of riding the momentum almost and you, like trevor said like if you if you make a good putt i mean on the next hole the odds are you're going to feel confident standing over the ball so i think like when you're playing well it really just you just got to keep keep honestly keep going and you'll honestly stay playing well I think going back to the GNAX Trevor and I when we played together and on day two we we both by the back nine we started feeding off of each other each other's good play he would hit a good shot and then I would follow a good shot and together we kind of were like fired up with each other so I think that was an important piece to how we were able to finish strong is that we were able to feed off of each other's energy and I think that's a lot of the big part of playing good golf is just honestly staying positive and thinking about that you can hit a good shot. Like like Drew said about kind of GNAX, how we're feeding off each other, like there was a point where the guys we were playing with were starting to kind of shake a little bit, starting to give backstrokes, and we were starting to get a little bit of a lead on them. And so we just kind of kept feeding off that and started, like he, on a par three, he stuck one to about 25 feet, then I put one to 10, like 15 feet. And then we just kind of rode that until like the 16th hole of the course. We knew we th- still thought it was close at the time. We, we were grinding it out. We were still close to the guys we were playing with. And we both hit the ball into the green. The guys were off the green. I hit a nice putt up to about one foot and about to tap him apart. Then Drew steps up and knit, drills a, th- a 30-foot birdie putt. And just the energy we had there. We both kind of let out a yell and got our coach's attention on the par three next to us and gave us a giant fist bump. Just kind of we fed off each other's energy and just kept riding it until, until the end, really. That birdie putt was the highlight of the tournament. <laughs> just was, to let, yep. It was a bomb. It just drills it and kind of took all the energy out of the opponents. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. And I like that story of you just guys just being able to support each other and kind of feed off each other's energy there. You know, golf, you don't really think of it as the most, like, energetic, like, hoorah sport, I guess. But it seems like you two uh, seem to work really well together. And um, a big reason you guys were able to uh, – accomplished so much this season I think is because of that you know you guys have a fun energetic group that was uh, able to play some good golf because of that so I kind of want to get into talking about uh, kind of team dynamics and um, just just your team all around in general so I wanted to talk about coach Riley and his coaching style so how do you think his coaching style and kind of his uh, philosophy I'd say uh contributed to you guys' season and how it helped you guys as golfers? This was, uh, this was my first year being on the St. Joe's team as a freshman, and it was my first year under Coach Riley, but I honestly could not be more pleased and just honestly thrilled to have him as a coach. The way he coaches, it really, he lifts us up as a team. There's not any point or at t- any point in time where he's negative at all. He's always optimistic. He always, what can we improve to do better next time and I think honestly just the team that we have is phenomenal all the guys they want to come out and do well they want to come out and practice each day and so I think honestly having a guy like a group of 
10 plus players and having depth to our roster was a really fun experience for me at being a freshman and I'm honestly I'm looking really looking forward to the next three years under coach Riley I was fortunate enough to be able to play for coach Riley for his first year my freshman year and then all up till now and his coaching style is great he doesn't have any favorites he treats every player the same even if they're the best player or if they're on, on the bottom on the team he's going to treat them the same he's going to push them the same He's always upbeat, always positive, always helping you to work better. He's always knows exactly how to make you feel better if you're having a bad day. He's he's great at picking you up. He's also knows his players. Like he'll come up and he'll help you read pots. In particular, there's one shot in the tournament we played this weekend. I was gonna it was 120 yards and I had a wedge out and he comes up to me. He's like, "It's playing 135." So I took the my 135 club and hit to 10 feet and rolled into birdie pot. Looked at him like, "That's for you, coach. That's your birdie." Kind of like that's what he does. He just knows exactly when to be there. He knows if he like if he should talk to you or not talk to you. He knows how to get you in the right mindset. He knows how to get the most out of his players. He does a very good job coaching. I'm very thankful that he's our coach. Yeah, I think bouncing off what Trevor said too, he's very knowledgeable about the sport. He's a great player himself. So I think having a coach like that is is, is a really good uh, situation. That's awesome. And I think you mentioned this um, earlier, Trevor. You know, in a very individualized sport he seemed to still at practice you talked about like team competitions and kind of fun like chipping uh chipping contest putting contest that's all great stuff so going into each week you know you had a you had a pretty good sized team you know 10 plus guys uh fighting for five spots each week how do you want to talk about that dynamic and talk about how that worked so when we have a tournament coming up, most like tournaments we have are one-day tournaments. We'll have a qualifier sometime before that tournament or like before the week's tournaments. And at that qualifier, the guys who sh- the five lowest guys will go, uh, five guys who lowest scores will go to the tournament. So any, with our team, in the past it's like you know who your top five are. They're not going to change much because we haven't been that deep. This year we had nine or ten guys that could legitimately put up a good score and go to a tournament. We had nine guys that can break 80 which is not an easy feat in golf and just that constant competition between us made us better but at the qualifier you know you have to go out and shoot a good score so you're going to really take it seriously and really go at it and then the low five scores go but for the two-day tournaments it's more of a um coach so your coach looks at the scores and knows where kind of what everyone is at and he will for most two-day tournaments he will pick the team let's go like gnax he picked the roster based on the year score uh, the scores from the pre year, like looking at tournaments, looking at practice, just so that we like those tournaments where we won our best guys there is kinda his pick, like who was the hot hand, but for one day tournaments that are more kind not as serious because it's not for the GNAC championship, because our, our tournaments are just more individual series of tournaments and our GNAC championship is the final tournament that matters. But we he you kinda play in your spot for those, but for the bigger tournaments he will pick the top five guys that he feels will help perform the best. Yeah, I think uh, going back on what Trevor said, having 10-plus guys on this team, that each and every one of the guys on the team, I, they, they all can play tremendous golf. Um, I, there's been a lot of improvement over the guys, and from every freshman to every senior, I mean, every one of us can compete in a tournament. And I just think just having that depth on the roster really is fun. It's a fun atmosphere to have to almost compete against each other, in a sense, because compete in a sense to compete as a team um, but I feel like that honestly is just a really important aspect to our team and it really feeds on the just family culture that this team really does have what's unique about our team is that 
all every person on our roster, if they were in another school in the GNAC, would be on the starting rotation. Our team is that deep that we everyone on our team would be playing on other teams. We're just fortunate enough that we are competitive enough that we force each other to get better. And I think that's one of our strengths as a team is that we're all good enough that we can play. So we're all going to force each other to get better as a team, which then makes everyone from, like Drew said, our seniors to our freshmen better, and which is why I think we're so successful this season. Yeah, I think that's really cool, just having that really deep competitive roster, you know, both of you guys picking up golfer of the week accolades, and I think uh, you had one more guy, right? Cade picked up one too. So just having that competition within the team, how would you say that guy that motivated you guys, you kind of talked about having that support system and feeding off each other's energy. How would you say, you know, having that competition within the team motivated you guys as a whole? We always say when you, pl- you play better when you play with good golfers. So having a team of good golfers will then make you play better. And that's kind of what you saw because if you're playing with people that are, gonna, are shooting like 130, it's tough because you kind of are spending so much time keeping track of them and watching them hit bad shots that you're not focusing on hitting good shots yourself. But when you're playing with guys that are like sticking close to pins, hitting good drives, you're going to try to beat that. And then so and by doing that, you end up focusing more on your shots and hitting better shots, and in turn, you end up usually scoring better. Yeah, and I think it does. It it creates more of a, a fun atmosphere, too, with everybody being competitive with each other. Like, for instance, this year, Trevor and I decided to have a, uh, a little inter-squad competition between the two of us where we each time we went out and shot a score, if we whoever beat each other got one point. And we ended up finishing the year in a 13 to 13 or 14 to 14 tie. I don't remember, but essentially just we every practice, every tournament, we just tried to beat each other. And as weird as it sounds, it made both of us play better because not only were we competing as a team, but we were competing against each other. So I just think having players on the team that are competitive really does help a lot. Going back to like the competition between Drew and I, like I knew if I had to shoot right around even par because he's always going to come in one or two, one under, even one or two over to have a chance of beating him. So just that constant competition made us all kind of focus and get better. Just because you know the others could have a good score, so you got to have a better score if you want to beat him. And I think ending the season in the thirteen to thirteen tie was just the perfect way to kind of emulate the season because as a team we were good. Everyone was everyone was good. And just kind of ending in a tie and then just winning the GNAC championship on top of that kind of just was like the perfect way. It's just like we're all good. Let's go enjoy what we had accomplished this year because it was a really spectacular feat. You guys both obviously having very successful uh, individual accolades throughout the season. Trevor winning golfer of the week, uh, first week of October, and then Drew as a freshman being uh, rookie of the year and golfer of the year. So kind of setting these individual accolades aside, how do you uh, describe your team dynamics and how do you think you guys were able to come together in this individualized sport as a team to win this GNAC championship? Golf is both an individual and team sport, and obviously both Trevor and I did have great individual years, and there's a lot of guys on this team that performed very well as individuals this year. But at the end of the day, when you look at that championship banner and you see GNAC champions 2016 and now 2021, I think that I'm just that beats anything else that I could do individually is seeing a team championship win it's just it's awesome as a team to be able to find success and win something like this for the first time in five years and for the first time under coach Riley Um, and in terms of me being a freshman I have three more years with this great team and hopefully we'll have more guys in the future come in and we can keep building this team and 
hopefully we'll add three more championships to that in my next three years. So I just think, honestly, being being competitive as a team and having success as a team is just, it's a lot of fun. And I think that it's honestly more important to me to have a team championship than an individual championship. Yeah, at the end of the day, golf in college is a team sport. I mean, you can win player of the year, but the player of the year on the losing team doesn't get to go and play the national championship. The team that wins the GNAC gets to play the national championship. And that's kind of how I look at it is that at the end of the day, you could have a great round, but if you don't have a team around you, you're not going to be successful in college golf. And just having that team dynamic, because I've been here three years. Our first year, we finished third, and like we could see the start of the process. Um, last year, of course, we had COVID, but we still had the chance for a championship. But... Uh, due to COVID, we could, didn't field our best team and end up coming in second, but we knew that we had the potential to go win. And kind of just knowing that as a team, we had the go chance to go win. And as a, we kind of just kept focusing on that team aspect because really your team is your best aspect of the sport. You're with your guy, same guys every day in and out. You're playing together. It's You're not playing for yourself. Yes, you're shooting individual score, but for me, like if I had a bad day, it's not like, oh crap, I had a bad day, I'm awful. It's you no know, like, wow, I just let the team down. The team needed my score and I didn't perform. And it kind of drove us to, we kind of had a very team first mentality. We're trying to shoot our best for the teammates so that they can kind of thrive off that and we can be successful as a team. And just when it got to the end of the day, I getting to the GNX and just seeing us as a team get that cup and hosting that banner just kind of emulate everything we've worked for as a team. Just seeing that it says GNAC, St. Joseph's, college GNAC champions was the best thing I could have seen it meant more than anything I could have done I did it individually this year I really like how you mentioned that team first mentality you know it seems like you guys have a really great culture and have really strong team goals you know I can somewhat relate to it being a runner you know cross country is somewhat of a seen as an individual sport you're running your own race but at the end of the day the scores add up kind of similar to golf you know just by place instead of what you're actually shooting so but at the end of the day, you know, it's not just based on your performance. You know, we're we're we kind of have a similar outlook, and we care about whatever everybody else is, how everybody else is performing too, in order to uh, achieve those team goals. So I really liked what both of you said on that, kind of talking about team goals and culture in that piece. So um, thank you guys both for uh, coming on today. Uh, again, congratulations on. An incredible season. Um, it was great talking to you guys. Thank you, Devin. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having us. We greatly appreciate this. Awesome. Thank you all for tuning in to the Monks Take Podcast. Until next time. <laughs>